Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show where you come and chill with the bros. We're Alex and Diego, and this is the Alex and Diego Show. Today we are joined by an old friend of mine. He's homecoming king and Mr. New Buffalo. You can see him at Lake Michigan College this upcoming school year. Welcome to the show, Nicholas Keene. Thank you for having me, Diego, and uh, it's uh, very nice to meet you, Alex. Uh, it's nice to meet to you too. To you. Yeah. So, I don't know much about you, but we'll try to make this work. Of course. Anyway, is there anything you'd like to say, Nicholas? Uh, I would like to say, um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, you can follow my wrestling career, uh, El Pardo Azul. Uh, I will be making my indie debut somewhere in August 2020. Uh, nice. I would uh, give tickets to anyone out who wants to reach out to me and become part of the early fans. Yes, sir. I'm 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 gonna be a, the biggest fan. You uh, of course. You'll, um, you'll get a signed a uh, mask. Just oh, me. nice. Yes. <laughs> I want to say something too. Um. Get all the new Buffalo girls, if you're looking for a Hispanic male uh, from the port, hit me up. Oh, hell no. I swear to God, bro. I've been <laughs> I've been at New Buffalo for about, yeah, since my whole life after uh, second grade. And I've, I've wow. And if you, uh, if you get more girls than me by not even going to the school, I'm going to be pissed, bro. But, uh, yeah, guys, his name is Diego. Uh, I'll certainly send out Instagram links. To, of your account to all of them. Nice, nice, nice. Of course. And if and if any Laporte gals are listening, Nicholas Keene is one of the finest Mexicans in in the tri-state area. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank yeah, you. I, can, I, think I, so. I don't know what he looks like. So. Shut up. <laughs> oh, piss off, mate. Now, he's, he's even more attractive than you, Alex. And, and now that I think about it, um, if uh, Diego isn't your type for whatever reason, Alex is uh, also a kid from Laporte that mm-hmm. I would be more than happy to uh, shout out. Really? Thank you, dude. <laughs> We're looking for women. We're looking for women. Diego and I are looking for women. Uh, Alex, he goes both ways. Uh, no judgments from there. I'm kidding, guys. Uh, all of us women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's 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 start off with uh Pajaro Azul. Yo, Pajaro Azul, yes. When, why why did you uh start uh giving your name like that, like a WWE superstar? Okay, so the story behind El Pajaro Azul. So we have this um, so we have this thing at my friend's house. Uh, it's like every Monday and Saturdays we go there, play pool. Uh, play video games um, and just have a good time. And I thought, how do, how do I make myself different from all the others? And then um, this was at the time where we started getting back into WWE. And uh, I was like, I got it. Uh, I looked around my house because I remember I bought a few masks from Mexico when I was younger. I'm surprised they still even fit me, to be honest. But... Um, <laughs> I looked around, I found a, a Sinkara mask that was uh, light blue and white, and I, I was like, this is perfect, all I need to come up with is a name. And I started thinking about it, and I thought, why not El Pardo Azul? Uh, just out of nowhere, 
Um, and then I thought, like, why am I named El Pardo Azul? And I was like, well, for starters, mask is blue. So you already get the Azul from El Pardo. Azul, yeah. And I was like, I fly like a bird. So um, Damn. It, fly, it rolls off the tongue as well. It's extremely catchy. And once you hear it, uh, you definitely know who is in the room. Yeah, I already know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely. He's about to wreck some shit up. Mm-hmm. You won't be the same after your first encounter with El Pardo Azul. Exactly. It's like, it's like, yeah, you, you know who it is when he walks in the room and you hear Pardo Azul. And like with Alex, it could be any Alex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you hear El Pardo Azul and your body just freezes. You don't want any trouble with this guy. You don't want him look. You don't want to look at him the wrong way, or else there will be hell to pay. And the wind touch your grip. Oh, oh! <laughs> you bring a bucket, dude. Yeah. Oh, a bucket. <laughs> oh my god. So um, but, the WWE, his uh, actually me and uh, Nick go back. That's how we first met with WWE. It's true in kindergarten. Kindergarten. Uh, you you mind if I tell the story? Yes, sir. Go ahead. All right. So uh, uh, Diego and I, like you said, we go all the way back, and um, it was it all started in kindergarten. Now, before kindergarten, I didn't really go to the school at all. I had no preschool. I didn't even know what it was until my dad told me and bought me uh, like a book to practice numbers and letters, and I thought it was really cool. I thought school was gonna be a blast. And the first day was, um, I show up, all these kids are, like, hanging outside the, uh, like, the fence where, like, it was closed before, like, uh, I they opened remembered it. him, yes, I remembered him yesterday, uh, Mr. Hall would, like, unlock it. Oh, uh, shit, was, Mr. Hall. Yeah, bro, and then, like, uh, we, we go to our first class, um, in kindergarten, it was Miss Phillips. And um, I knew nobody. Uh, my first day of school, first day of kindergarten, I knew nobody. And I was sitting next to um, Diego. And uh, he, I'm so glad he said this because it made me feel so much better. He he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, hi, my name's Diego. I say, my name's Nick. And he, he says, do you want to be my best friend? And I was like, no. oh, oh, yes, yes, of course. Here's Diego. That's still like. I don't even, like, to be honest, I don't even remember that. Like I said, I was like... That's such, like, a um, preschooler thing to do. Like, a yeah. kindergarten thing to do. Because you just need a friend, dude, sometimes, bro. Yeah. You, like, wasn't Diego, like, tripping balls the first day he was home at school? Yeah, Diego, uh, you want to tell your side of the story? Okay. This is what happened. I get there with my mom, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be normal, right? But I didn't know my mom was going to leave me. <laughs> So I'm in a room full of kids and their moms, and then my mom starts to go, and I start crying. I start holding on to my mom. Miss Phillips is actually holding my other arm, trying to pull me away from my mom. And Miss Phillips tells my mom, just go. Just go before he gets louder. And I'm fucking screaming, crying. I was so pissed at her that whole day, the teacher, (laughs) because she let my mom go. And I was like, this is the first experience, because I didn't go to preschool either. Yeah. I start crying, and I was so pissed that day. That I... I went, the first day I just remember being, me being pissed. I don't really remember <laughs> saying that to you, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, um, yeah, first day of kindergarten, I I didn't know what to expect of it. And, like, like I said before, um, I, like, my shoe, like, my feet were hurting me for some reason. And I was, like, I was just wondering in the back of my head, like, so when can we take our shoes off? Like, it's, it's 11, 
Uh, my feet hurt. I feel like we should be able to take our shoes. I even asked Miss Phillips, like, when can we take our shoes off? And he's like, oh, you're at school. You can't take them off. I was like, what? It was just, it was a surreal moment for me at that time. And then I was like, oh, I have to do this for another 17, no, like 13 more years. How am I going to, like, go eight hours a day just wearing shoes on, like, shoes and not even taking them off? It was just that fucking sucks, dude. Mm-hmm. Imagine being like in kindergarten, like, okay, um, let me take off my shoes. Nope. <laughs> Thirteen years nope. you have to do it. Fuck that, nope. man. And then um see even strengthened the um, the friendship between Diego and I. Uh, I found out that we were both WWE fans and uh lucky for both of us, we were we this was like a start of our trading days. We were like, "Oh, I have a John Cena action figure. I will trade you that for your Triple H." I was like, "Oh, fuck yes, bro!" Because like I I didn't have a Triple H action figure back then, and like he was he was one of the biggest stars back in the day. He still is, and just like his entrance, you knew who he was. So I want like just trading action figures and like having like people like like wrestlers that I didn't have before was just a great experience and something like I'm so glad I shared with Diego. Imagine trading a John Cena for a Triple H. <laughs> yeah. But um uh, I remember it, it brought a conflict because um we were playing Duck Duck Juice and uh it got I wanted to be goose so bad. And I was like um I'll trade uh Diego. If you choose me as Goose, I will give you John Cena. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a sweet deal. I don't know why. Oh, he, I, he had it in the bag, dude. I don't, I don't get cho- chosen as goose. And then it was the end of recess. I'm on the verge of tears. I see Diego. He tries to be friendly with me. I'm like, I'm not giving you my John Cena. And I walk away, thinking I did this like badass thing that would like be talked around the school. Nope. Nope. Just like. <laughs> Kindergarten, like, that just didn't amount to anything, really. I didn't really give a fuck. I was like, oh. Yeah. I already have a John Cena. (laughs) Fuck, man. And then, yeah, I remember, and then we didn't really talk, and then we talked again. And then we'd always be on the swing, always talking about, like, WWE and what our names would be. And, and, like, we'd do a tag team match. And, like, brother and shit. Like the like the Miz and uh Joe Morrison type shit. Yeah. It was and... like <laughs> Keep <Hold> going. On. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And then so we're on the swing and uh one day I decided that um there was a kid named Edgar. Edgar? Edgar. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he was on the on the swing by me and Nick got fucking pissed. Mhm. Got so pissed. Why did he get pissed? Because I wasn't swinging with him. Yeah. <laughs> and like Remember he getting so pissed, he even told me, um, I'm moving because of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuck with me, man. Coincidentally, I did move, and I didn't even know it. Like, I came back from school, and I was a little upset because of the whole swing thing. Like, and the fact that you were adding on to it just made me, like, oh, I was about to cry, bro. Because, like, so you just I, I, tried to, I tried to get back at him. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah, well, you're not invited to my birthday party. He was like, that uh, is, Edgar and I are going to have our own birthday parties. In fact, we'll have two birthday parties. And I was just a slap on uh, my face. Like, kick me while I'm down, yeah? And then uh, 
kind of sounds like, like kind of a shit friend thing to do, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. So we were pissed at the time anyway. <laughs> a little tear comes down my eye. Miss Phillips asks, like, no, no, my mama asks, like, why, why are you upset? And I said, I don't have a best friend anymore. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then uh, for some reason, that same day, we were on the way to visit St. Mary's, the school that I would eventually move to. And uh, I thought it was great because, like, they showed me around the school. They had lockers. And I was like, oh, like, I'm in second grade, and I'm going to have a locker. Like, that's the biggest flex I could think of at the moment. And then the next day, I say, I'm moving. And they're like, oh, where are you going? And then I didn't really know the name of the school yet, so I just said middle school, <laughs> even though I'm in second grade. <laughs> and they're like, that's so, no, that's so impossible. I was like, well, whatever. They had lockers. And then I was like, he was day, like a um, a super smart kid. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. It was just uh, it was, again like a big flex on like second graders for some reason. And uh, I thought it's my last day at Lincoln. I should uh, show up in the best outfit I can I can think of. So um, we go to uh, my mom and I. We go to J.C. Penney's. I buy an Alvin and the Chipmunk shirt with uh, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore all in the hoodie. And it's all glittery. And blue jeans. I'm like, oh, hell yes. Everyone's going to be asking me, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? And I'm like, uh, J.C. Penney's, but it'll be the last time you see it because I'm going to New Buffalo and uh, starting my new life there. And uh, that's where it all started. And then uh, St. Mary's, the, the crazy thing about it was it was – it was like a small like classroom. A me and like three other boys and then two girls. And what surprised oh. me the most was the first day I got there, I asked, um, does anyone want to talk about WWE or something like relevant to that? And they just looked at me and was like, What the fuck is that? And I'm like What are you fucking yeah. gay? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, Oh man, I miss Lincoln already. And it just, like, for some reason, the fact I watched WWE made me an outcast to everybody. Because I had no one to talk to. That's fucked up. That. Yeah. Yeah, we could have left it on a good note, but we left it on a bad note, and then it stuck with us for the rest of our lives. Yeah, and then, um, gladly, uh, 13 years later, we decided to um, fix that, fix the hole. Fix the hole. Yeah, I couldn't think of an analogy for that. My, my apologies <laughs> to the no, you're good. And then, yeah, you were talking about um how you uh, added me on Facebook when you first saw me. Yeah, so that was around middle school, and uh, I saw you on my friend's suggestions, and I was just staring at it. I was like, does he still remember? Like, is there like is the beef still between us? I was like, fuck it. I'll just uh, I I send a friend request. And then you accepted. We have that little conversation about, like, oh, do I know you? I'm like, yeah, I'm Nick. Uh, we used to go to kindergarten together. And then you're like, oh, man, what's up? And it just ended right there. Like, we had that little reconnection, and then yeah. we left. And then I added you on Snapchat. A little reconnection again, and then uh, left. And then now I'm here. Uh, and I, I'm more than happy to uh, finally rekindle the flame of our friendship. And uh, hopefully even create a new friendship with uh, Alex. Aw, thanks, bro. You seem like, you know, I have a, I don't know you very well, but from what I've heard of you, you seem really cool. Well, thank you, Alex. Uh, again, uh, I, I've, I haven't really shared a conversation from you, but judging from 
uh, Diego's Snapchat stories and like how he talks about you, you seem like a really good person to hang out with and definitely someone who is like down for creating memories. That's me. All right, what are you, you. What are you fucking gay? Oh, we don't I'm, have to I'm, fuss, dude. I have <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's basically how me and Nick met and mm-hmm. what it went from there. And I still can't believe you remember you saying I'm gonna move because of you. That shit was crazy. Oh my god, it's just uh, bad but timing at that point. Yeah, but thankfully we finally got that out of our system. Mm-hmm. Finally, finally got it over with. <laughs> We squashed the beef. We squashed the beef. Yep. We, we, squashed we got the... rid of the elephant in the room. As they yes. Right, right. Um, but then, yeah, so you went to New Buffalo and uh, you were playing, uh, you, you played soccer there. Right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, soccer career actually started uh, back when I was like five in the, at the YMCA in Laporte. And uh, I played on the yellow team, and that's why I really found out uh, that I had passion for the game. And then when I moved to um, St. Mary's, I was like, "Oh, do we have a soccer team?" And it was like, "Like, yeah, but it's only it was only up for like the fifth graders and all the upperclassmen." So that like, oh, so I have to like wait three like three years. It's not that bad. I played a little around the league, and then I make it to um, fifth grade. I'm like so excited to have this great season. And to score a lot of goals. And the, um, how old do you? How old uh, are you? Are you usually in fifth grade? Like eleven, ten, or somewhere oh, around? There? Yeah, eleven. Uh, I think ten. 12, eleven or twelve, I think. You're not. 12. Yeah. And yeah. So what I didn't expect playing as an eleven-year-old for school was that I was already going to have this huge amount of weight of the entire school on my shoulders. Because no disrespect to uh, anyone I played at with St. Mary's, uh, I shared a lot of great memories with them. I had shared a lot of laughs, but I carried that team to the max. Oh, it was just ugh. And then I moved to New Buffalo. Uh, different story. Um, we 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 get we gain a few wins. I score a few goals, and it was great. I go to high school and I start uh, my uh, high school career and. As a freshman, I was nervous because this was at the like this was now the point where I was like, oh, like the mentality game, like who's better than me? What do I have to do to like actually start? And uh, fortunately, I was uh, good enough to start uh, right off the bat. Um, we went districts uh, my freshman year, and um, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I definitely had a factor in uh, contributing. <laughs> Uh, scoring in the final, assisting in the final, and playing our first regional game, which unfortunately we lost five to one. But it was it was great to um, cr- uh, create history. Uh, sophomore, junior year, uh, we're also good. Uh, junior year, I actually set the record for most goals scored in a single season. That's uh, crazy! Goals. Congratulations! So, thank you, Alex. And then um, I soon broke that record again. Uh, senior year with uh, 22 goals. And um, senior year, we actually made it to the district final, but uh, we sadly lost 1-0 against Hartford. And uh, out of all the people we expected like to score or, like, have this type game, the only scorer in that game was my brother, and uh, he was the goalkeeper. The, um, the striker for Hartford actually kicked it 
bounces off the post, hits his thigh, and goes in, scores an own goal. And then we're like, oh, fuck, how are we going to come back? Because, like, uh, judging on max preps, we were, like, 126th in state, and Hartford was 15th in state. Oh, so, like, we have this huge mountain to climb in their own backyard. They're not going to let up anything. So we were still pushing, and we actually had a few chances. Some hit the post. Uh, keeper made good saves, but it wasn't meant to be. And uh, hearing that whistle, I found out that my high school career was over. And although I didn't end it off with a district, uh, the second district trophy, I was extremely happy to uh, to play for New Buffalo and uh, overall create uh, everlasting memories with uh, my my very good friends. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. New Buffalo was kind of a, for you, was very, uh, what's the word? You made your mark there, eh? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I definitely uh, made my mark uh, in New Buffalo. And, um, you know, um, let, I even asked my coach, uh, could we retire the number 14 in my honor? And he was like, <laughs> hell no. Hell no. And I was like, I'll even buy it off you. What do you want? Like, name the price and I'll double it. Just, Damn. Yeah. But he never he never took it, eh? No, he never took it. Um hopefully no freshman or uh sophomore will choose uh fourteen. And, hopefully uh, hopefully it go, like goes to a good like goes to a good player. Yeah, it's it's kinda like the Manchester United uh situation with the number seven. Yeah. You know, like after Ronaldo, they've they've been trying to find this like next big player to fill the like the footsteps of him and create like reignite the fire of the number seven. Yeah. Kind of like with the like Manchester's number seven is New Buffalo's number fourteen in my eyes. Damn. Yeah, bro. Um. So New Buffalo, let's get to uh your senior year. Uh, I know you won homecoming king. Oh yeah. Um. Crazy story about that. So. We get the nominations. It's me, um, my friend Jacob, my friend Justin, and two Michaels. Now, one of the Michaels didn't care for for the whole thing, and neither did uh, my friends uh, Jacob and Justin. So it was really down between me and the other Michaels. And um, we were like, we started, like, it started off as, like, playful beef. And it's like, um, oh, I can't wait to beat you, Michael. And it's like, oh, it's such a shame. You're going to have to eat your words, Nick. And then it got semi-serious. So, um, he was um, he was sending out emails to everybody in the school. He was Snapchatting people. He was getting people to post on their stories, like, vote for Michael, uh, homecoming team 2019. And uh, I was like, all right, uh, I'll try to do that. I send out Snapchats to uh, everyone that I have on Snapchat from the school. And I send them every day. And I was like, I don't care if it annoys them. I don't care if they unadd me. As long as they get the message to vote for me, I'd be happy with that. And um, I even had a few um, un- like unexpected sponsors, uh, a kid named Nate and a kid named Caden. And, Shout uh, out. Yeah, of course. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really like them. Uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I didn't like them. But uh, to have them on board and to like tell their friends to vote for me, it was great. Now, there was a flaw in the system. I forgot to mention this, but uh, because it was on Google Forms and like they didn't like really uh, approve, like 
it wasn't the best thing that they could have done because what they didn't know about the Google Forms is that you could vote multiple times. Shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I tried to take advantage of the system. I voted for myself multiple, multiple times. I tell my wow. friend Jacob, if you're not gonna, um, if if you're not gonna like, if you're not worried to win homecoming, can you please like help me? And he's like, fine. So we do this, we do this, and um, we get an email, and they even say it in the morning announcements, like we found a flaw and we're resending another Google form where you can only vote once. I was like, okay, uh, this is the real deal. And so kind of, I tried to find that for your views. You got you kind of simp for your you kind of uh, yeah I I I I went all ass kissing mode on for my uh, votes and I even uh, went to the radio class a uh, radio teacher and I was asking if I could promote myself and have a little campaign on the morning uh, announcements. He was on board with the idea. Unfortunately, it didn't it didn't get passed through. I was like, okay, as much as I want to believe in myself and still believe like I have a shot. It's 90% Michaels uh, and 10% Nick at this point. I even interrupted my own class to get people to vote for me. And yeah. uh, my, teacher, my teacher didn't really, wasn't really fond of that. So, but not. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> I was, um, we were doing like uh, active voice, passive voice. I was like, Miss Mollison, if I could have a second, uh, I'd like to address the class. And uh, I even. Uh, I apologize for this. I even took uh, Diego's uh, slogan, it's not me, it's we. And I would say <laughs> that at the end of every, like, speech I would give or, like, talk to as soon as I, remember, it's not me, it's we. So, stop. <laughs> mad respect to that, though, for using my Thank tip. you, thank you. And then yeah. it Two comes to it comes to a Friday night, the football game. It was pouring rain, and um, I tried. I I was in my best suit. Well, not really best suit, but uh, I had a tucked-in shirt, dark blue tie, and then navy pants. I was like, you know what? I, I have to dress as best as I can be if I'm gonna be king. And we go off there, and they read off our bios. And um, we're standing there, and the previous homecoming king, he's, like, doing the whole thing, like the, like the suspense where he's going back and forth. And then when they say Nicholas Keene is homecoming king, and I feel that crown just drop on my head, I drop to my knees, and I'm celebrating as wild as I can be. I'm like, let's fucking go. Fuck yes. And then um, uh, I didn't really expect it. Everyone was wishing me congratulations. I was like, okay, next stop is Winterfest. And um, I felt like Michael comes up to me, and he's like, uh, "The better man won. Congratulations, Nick." I was, I felt, I felt a little sorry, like I felt bad for like winning. I was like, "Oh, like, because I really want to." So, do you, is there? Do you regret going for Homecoming King at all? Or you still think oh. it's the, the biggest oh. win of all time? Oh, hell no! It's definitely gonna be something I'm gonna tell my kids and be like, "Your dad won Homecoming King. This is the yes, crown sir. Yes, sir. put on his head." And it's just amazing, bro. <laughs> so Winterfest, you did sadly did not go your way. Mm-mm. So Winterfest, I was a nominee again, and here comes ass kissing Nick again. But the th- problem was, uh, I was playing for a team in South Bend, and we had a tournament, a, a little showcase in uh, Fort Wayne during the week of Winterfest. So it was like, I asked my teacher, I'm like, if I still win. 
but I'm not there. Do I still become Winterfest King? Is there still a possibility? And they're like, yes. Uh, that was basically like a kind way of saying fuck off, really. And then <laughs> I go to I go to Fort Wayne, and it was after one of the games. I go on Facebook, I go on Instagram, and I I see um, that they found a Winterfest King. Uh, it was Michael Michael Flick, the one who didn't want to be Homecoming King. I was like, oh fuck me, like I'm okay with not winning Winterfest, but like. You could have voted for my friend Jacob. You could have voted for my friend Justin. You could even voted for my friend Ian. But Michael Flake, who didn't even want to be home, uh, Winterfest King, and you you voted for him? Why? And I was like, it was like that um, anger in me that he did, like someone who didn't want to win won. And uh, I know what and then prom was supposed to happen, and I had my eyes set on prom. Unfortunately, uh, because of the pandemic, um, prom was pushed back, maybe even to like into the summer, uh, summer in July. So I'm starting. I'm currently I'm starting to think of ways to promote myself again, and uh, hopefully get people to vote for me. And this uh, this show is the best. So any new Buffalo people listening, you better vote for Nick. You better vote for please. Nick. Please. If not, I'm blocking everybody from yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, please, guys. You don't vote for Nick, bro. It's it's not me. It's we. Yes, the two kings coming together as we, the in order kings. to to keep the win streak going. The Kingsmen. The Kingsmen. Kingsmen. Uh, fuck, man. Sad. Well, at least you get a prom. Fuck, man. I don't even get fucking shit. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, if you, I'll definitely invite you and Alex over to uh to prom. Bro, and, uh, we'll, Buffalo you know, prom, dude, that'd be so fun. Yeah, bro. Once we okay. show up, all three of us show up. There won't be a prom anymore, bro. Like it'll just be. Oh, we're just gonna wreck shit up. It just it just be king, king, king. Yeah. yeah, bro. Fuck man. The kings and the prince. Shut <laughs> <laughs> um, but what about uh Mr. New Buffalo? All right. Uh, Mystery New Buffalo wasn't uh, wasn't as tough as Homecoming was. Um, there was a thing I was interested in ever since freshman year because my uh, my friend uh, Andrew was doing it, and I thought like he's like I was interested in it because not only that, but because I'm I like to be in the spotlight. So I go out for it, and it's me and this kid named Andrew. We're the only two going out for it, and. Um, New Buffalo was allowed to have two kings, so really we had it in the bag. All we had to do was show up and get crowned. Uh, we do the little dance at the beginning, and we answer our questions, and we had this little theme of, like, musicals, and we had to dress up as a character from a musical and, like, give a speech on why we're influenced by them and why we embody them. So I thought about doing Aladdin at first, but because I couldn't get the costume in time, I was like, okay, I have to think of something quick, easy, and uh, something that won't break the bank. Because uh, an Aladdin costume was like 45 bucks, and I was a senior who had no job at the time. So with only like like saved up summer money, and even that wasn't enough. So I go to Walmart, I buy myself a white heater, a red, a red sweatshirt, and um, uh, I go as Coco. I I asked if it was okay, and they're like, "Well, it's not really a musical, but we'll let you we'll let it slide." So I go out there as Coco. Uh, the music plays, 
and everyone loves it. I give my speech, everyone's like they're into it. They're they they love it. I go back backstage. I'm like, oh, I just won the crowd over. Like, I, I'm set. Like for Mr. New Buffalo, take me to Blossom time, and uh, it was great. Um, we Andrew and I, we both win the Mr. New Buffalo. Two months into our reign, uh, Andrew was unfortunately revoked from his crown, and I was the only I was the only Mr. New Buffalo, and it was great. Uh, like, like it sounds bad, but it was great to be the only Mr. New Buffalo. Yeah, that is fucking to go around. Yeah. Now, well, uh, so, pardon. So there was two. There's two Mr. New Buffaloes. Well, now one. But how many Mrs. New Buffalo? Miss New Buffalo were there. So, the three girls ran for Mr. New Buffalo. It was uh, Paige, Hope, and Claire, and uh, um. Page one, uh, Miss New Buffalo, and there's only one Miss New Buffalo. Uh, oh. Pardon me. Hold on. Uh, I'll be right back. All right. Uh, excuse this brief. No, oh, we, okay. we'll, just, we'll just cut it. Oh, okay. And we'll just turn it. How's it going so far? All right. Uh, my apologies. It's okay. But, uh, so it's um, me, uh, me and Paige. We win Mr. and Miss New Buffalo. Claire gets second place and Hope gets third place, but we we actually we're all still together. We go around to other pageants and we're even addressed as the court of New Buffalo. But just as the court of New Buffalo. Yeah, and and oh, like cool. yeah, uh, and like the good thing about it is that we all get like scholarships just for running for Mister and Miss New Buffalo. Uh, Fourteen hundred in scholarships, which is really not something to like. You know, frown upon, like be upset about. And uh, the good thing about like becoming Mister and Miss New Buffalo is that we actually go through another uh, pageant, a competition called Blossom Time. It's where they take like uh, kings and queens from other communities and put them into this one big show. And the winner of that gets even bigger uh, scholarship money. They even go to like East Lansing. They do this show. They do this parade. And you're basically like you have an even bigger spotlight on you. So I was like, oh fuck yes! Like I'll, I'm pouring my heart and soul into this. And like the people at Blossom Time were amazing. Uh, the other kings were fun to hang out with. Except there was this one king, and uh, I don't want to throw shade, but like he was, uh, you know, like those like you see pageant people and they try to put on this like really good uh, like um, image of them. Yeah, like a mask. Yeah, like a mask, yeah. And, like, I do that. I, I do that. Like, I try to be presentable. I try to be nice to anyone I meet. But this guy just took it all the, like, to the next level. It was like you were meeting a real-life, like, doll, like a robot. <laughs> it was just generated to, like, say everything and just, like, have really good posture and just, like, say, like, speak every, like, be all pageant pageanty and stuff. Like, he, like, his life was a pageant, like. No matter where he went, he'd act like he was on stage and just, like, overall be a robot. And I was like, well, like, why? Like, we're all like we're all people here. We can all, like, be nice to each other. We can all have fun being ourselves. Why Why are we putting on this image? And so, unfortunately, uh, Blossom Time was pushed back, and it even got to the point where uh, they were, like, they sent an email and survey to us, and it was like, 
Uh, would you be interested if we had like 2020 and 2021 become one big pat like pageant contest next year? And I was like, eh, but yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I said yes. Um, a few other kings said yes, but most of them said no. Said they couldn't because like uh, college and like some some were going into the military, some were going even out of the country. So it was just like it it it. it like I'm still gonna enjoy it, but it's not gonna be the same as 2020 was supposed to be. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I um, any Miss New Buffaloes hit me up. Anyway. Oh, I've got oh, oh, okay. Uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely let them know. So, so, okay. So, would you say you're a pretty influential person in the state of New Buffalo? I mean, yeah, in New Buffalo. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, like, what, do you try to use your influence and maybe create a positive change in the community, or like what? Well, it's um around New Buffalo because it's a small uh, town, and mm-hmm. pretty much everyone knows everybody. Uh, of course, I try to be I I want to be someone who a good friend to everybody and just be there for people who need a friend. Like uh, I knew how it was like uh, in St. Mary's because I like WWE mm-hmm. and uh, being different. Uh, I w- it took me a while to become friends with everybody and to like find my ground. So um, I know what it's like to uh, not have anybody. So of course I try to be nice uh, to be a good influence on people. Uh, I believe that we're we're all human. We we all have this thing, uh, this compassion for humanity, and that we should all be treated equally, and we all should have a friend next to our side whenever something's uh, going wrong. And so I always try to create uh, new connections with everybody I meet. Uh, I worked at this place called Nancy's, and uh, I even made some friends with the customers. Like, even though I was supposed to be working and, like, scooping ice cream, uh, mm-hmm. I would make jokes, uh, ask the customers how they were, and, you know, just, like, make new connections. I even had this guy. He was um He was with his wife. And he asked for, uh, it, it was so funny. Uh, we have this um, ice cream called Michigan Pothole. And he, he comes up to me and he's like, how much pot is in the Michigan Pothole? I was like, oh, what? I'm, I think I'm going to have to ask my coworker about that. And so I'm like, hey, how much pot is in the Michigan Pothole? To joke around. And we all share laughs. I'm like, um, he's like, they like they should rename it if it doesn't have like a Michigan like pot like actual pot in it as a joke. And I was like, I'm with you, bud. I'm like, it was just a good time. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. That's nice. Just a couple of boys chilling out. Yeah. Just uh, you know, like if you're gonna have ice cream, you might as well have some like a little surprise at the end after you finish it. <laughs> I feel that. Um, but but yeah, that's basically. You hold New Buffalo, I've made okay after New Buffalo after your all this uh, amazing wins in high school, um, uh, after high school. Yeah, what are you planning to do next? You uh, I know Diego's going. He's going from king to a uh, soldier. So what are you yeah. Doing? Um. So after high school, uh, I'm going to LMC, uh, where I will get my associate's degree, and then after my two years, I will go to uh, Bethel. Uh, in Mishawaka and major in broadcast communications. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to be playing uh, college soccer for both LMC and Bethel. Yeah, uh, trying to keep the dream alive of becoming a professional soccer player and even uh, catching some eyes. All right, all right.
Are you, so you're trying to become your overall goal is to become a professional soccer player? Yeah. So it's been a it's been a dream of mine to become a professional soccer player. And uh, of course, I don't have to start at the top leagues like MLS, La Liga, Premier League. I, I'm okay with starting like at the bottom where like you make probably like 450 a week just from every game. Like I could play. You put me on a professional field, uh, professional team, give me a minute to play, and I'll die a happy man, really. But so who uh, like, pardon? Uh, so who are your big like soccer inspirations? Would you say? Uh, my biggest inspirations uh, definitely has to be uh, Paulo Dybala and a player called Javier Chicharito Hernandez. Let's go, Chicharito. <laughs> Uh, I just feel like uh, I watched uh, Chicharito, and not only because I loved his name, but I've loved how every time he played soccer, uh, he always had a smile on his face. And uh, I, I watch videos of him all the time, and I, I look down in the comments to see like what people like what other people think of him. And uh, a lot of people love him. Um, they say uh, he's like a good, like a real like image of what Mexican soccer is and an idol for most uh, people in Mexico who also want to be professional soccer players. And people love him so much that I even read this fact that, like, when he plays, when he played for Manchester United, like, crime rates in Mexico would drop 14%. Really? Just, you think it's like, because of him? Yeah, it's because, like, he was just, like, a big icon in the country and uh, <laughs> definitely someone to, like, he had a different playing style. Uh, even though he didn't score these uh, fabulous goals or make these – tremendous dribbles. He was he was a goal scorer. He was a poacher and he was always there when you needed him. And he just became a big influence in me and someone that I want to grow up with. Yeah and uh Chicharito, he um I, I feel like the crime rate went down because like no one from Mexico well there were some players but like most of the time a lot of the Mexican players they don't get really like big clubs like Manchester United and Real yeah. Madrid and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like when he went there Manchester United, everyone, everyone respected him. There was no one who disrespected yeah. him. Everyone loved him. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's definitely true. Because like, um, I don't want to be wrong, but like, we had Hugo Sanchez. He played for Real Madrid, and and basically the another embodiment of Mexican soccer. And like you said, like Mexico, I, I believe Mexico has a like really good players. Uh, Blanco, uh, Alvarez, and other players, uh, Ochoa, but they all like to stay in Liga MX. So when they saw Chicharito move from Chivas to Manchester United and eventually Real Madrid and Bayer Leverkusen just travel around Europe and play for these big clubs, he definitely gained a lot of respect from the Mexican people and overall became like one of like an influence for all little kids who want to grow up to be like him, to play soccer, and to have a smile on his face. So you think uh, he influenced you to get the number fourteen? Oh no, that no, you're de- no, that's definitely why I got the number fourteen. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, because like I thought, I want to be Chicharito. I want to be the Chicharito of New Buffalo. Give me fourteen, and I'd be happy. I wouldn't even care if I played. Like if, as long as I have fourteen, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so yeah. So that's mad respect. Chicharito, if Chicharito's listening, we 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 need to get him on the show. Everyone listens to our podcast. He's listening, bro. Yeah, Uh, Chicharito better be listening. Fuck. I think he's on the app cameo. 
uh, it's like this app where you pay celebrities to like give like quick shout outs. No so way. Think, yeah, so I think we could I think we could pay him like twenty five bucks and see like if he can come on the Alex and Diego show. Or at least, oh, yeah. or, at least or at least tell him to be like I'm Shout out. Yeah, uh, like shout yeah, out to the Alex and Diego show. Watch that would be badass. I got. Be I got to look how into much, that. How much we got to pay him? How much we got to pay him? As much um, as I need to. Yeah, <laughs> I'll. I'll even contribute seventy uh, percent. No Damn. problem. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Um, that's well, that's that's Nicholas Keen. Um, so, um, your job? You have a job right now? Yeah. So, I work at a uh, Villanova Pizzeria. It's just a pizza place in New Buffalo. Uh, really good pizza. Um, on the high price side, but it's definitely, uh, you. It's definitely something uh, good for other people to try. Uh, I work in the pizza line along with my brother. Uh, everyone there is just. Uh, we have a great time. Um, my first day, I was pretty nervous. Uh, because I was like, I don't know how to make pizzas. I don't know how to like flip, like throw the dough in the air. I like, I don't even know like the first thing of pizza. So I had this um, co-worker, his name is Oscar, and he showed me around everything. And I feel like because of him, I picked up everything so much quicker, like easier. Everything made sense to me. And uh, definitely uh, a good friend. Um, I took the job because I, I made a Facebook post. I'm like, I know like this isn't the best time to ask, especially with like the global pandemic and the protests, but does anyone know any places in New Buffalo that are hiring? And I, one of my friends, her name was Aaliyah. She's like, oh, Villanova's hiring. And I was like, I was already on board because my good friend Rogelio works there. And so I was like, oh, I haven't seen him all, like, ever since this whole quarantine thing happened. So it's definitely going to be a nice uh, nice shot to pick things up and to catch up on lost time. Like, lost time. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so everyone go to Villanova and give nick a, a tip yeah please please uh i definitely need it uh and uh we're, we're even hiring if you want a good job with a good atmosphere and and the king and the king <laughs> yes the king himself and villanova is the place to go you also get a half uh half just like a discount half off for the uh, pizza if you're looking to order so yeah go uh Go check that out, man. If you don't, if no one gives uh, Nick a tip higher than ten, then uh, I'm coming after you. Yeah, if uh, if I don't, if you don't give me at least eighty percent tip, then there's definitely gonna be hell to pay. We're gonna pull up. <laughs> definitely. Pull up. Uh, I I have my stakes high. <laughs> I've been in a fight before, so I could I could take a a, a skinny male. Oh, is that so? Um, uh, Alex. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think you know, but uh, the the hospital in the port actually had to uh, had had a waiting list because of the amount of victims I've had and put into. Are you hospital. serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, dude, have, the Terminator have you ever, over here, dude. That's have you ever happens. heard of this guy named uh, James Feather? No, who the hell? He sounds like a bitch, though. There's a there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Just to let you know. Uh, you want to tell us that story? Uh, so he decided to test El Pardo Azul. And uh, he, di- he didn't know the story of El Pardo Azul. So 
El Pardo Azul has this little, has this dark side of him. Uh, okay. It's called the crow. So the crow? I had to pull out, yeah, I had to pull out the black mask and black everything and uh, teach him a lesson. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I because of legal reasons, I can't say what happened to him. But uh, <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's just say um, he's, um, he's, I can't say, never mind, uh, never mind, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, that, that'd be so, it'd be so wrong. So we'll just leave it at that, give the leaders, give the listeners a little, a little mystery, yeah. What yeah. happened to James Feather from The Crow? James Feather from The Crow. Oh, but uh, yeah, uh, if you're uh Alex, you. I don't want to fight you. Uh, oh, I want to fight. No, I was saying that I'd help anyone you wanted to fight. Oh, you know, okay. Like, I, I thought you. I'd help fight with you. I'm not fight you. Oh no, yeah. I'm the king. I couldn't fight the king. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. Uh, no, you're okay. Definitely. Uh, uh, well, brain farted on my part, and I, like, <laughs> I haven't heard brain oh. fart in like five years, dude. That was, that was a nice throwback. I heard um a lot about Pajaro Azul, and um. He's in a new, he's in the newspaper, but that artist though. The artist, with, yeah, yeah, my uh, his, my friend, his name's uh, Noe. He goes by the uh, name of Swerve when he's creating art, and uh, yeah, he the newspaper. He uh, funny a uh, funny story behind that picture. So uh, we 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 were already at the beach just showing, and it's like I kind of want to draw a few eyes to me. Let's go back to my house and uh, pick up one of my paintings. I was like. Okay, yeah, sure. It's summer. Uh, you might as well like bring a little smiles to people's faces during this dark time in the country and even in the world. And he's like, "Wait, are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And he's like, "I'm not gonna lie. I had the idea of doing that, but I've just been so nervous." I was like, "Oh no, bro. I'll even hold the painting and just like show everyone the art." So we pick up the painting. We come back to the beach, beach, and we're holding a we're holding the painting out. Everyone's complimenting him. There was even the there was even a lady who came up by her car and she's like, "Is that for sale?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah." And she's like, "How much?" And he had to think of a price like that, so he's like, "Uh, three hundred. And then she like she talks to her friend, she shake, she nods her head, and she's like, "Okay, thank you." And then like she leaves, and so that was a good part. Uh, unfortunately, she never came back. But <laughs> you know, just to hear that people were actually interested into buying stuff, buying his art was really cool. And uh, the news editor, the newspaper guy uh, happened to be at the beach. So he's like, oh, that's a cool uh, painting. Do you mind if I take a picture? And we were like, sure. And then he, he looks at me. He's like, oh, you're Nick Keen. Uh, you're the senior. Uh, how's everything? We, we share a little conversation. He's like, do you want to be in the picture as well? I'm like, I'd love to be in the picture, but do you mind if I wear this? And I pulled the mask uh, out from my pocket. He's like, what is, is that a wrestling mask? I'm like, yeah, it is. Um, he's like, by all means, put it on and take the picture. He takes the picture, and then he asks for my name, and I tell him the infamous El Pajaro Azul. Uh, he spends about ten minutes trying to spell it out because uh, we we helped him, and he didn't know like how to spell Pajaro. Um, um, uh, oh my God, I just completely lost the train of thought, but I'm back. Um, Noe decides to give him uh, his artist name, Swerve, and uh, we share a little bit more conversation. We wish each other a good day, and then Noe turns to me and he's like, I swear to God, dude, if they're not able to put the picture in just because of a fucking wrestling mask, I'm going to kick your ass. 
And I was like, whoa, why? He's like, bro, this is my one, like, this is a chance of recognition. And uh, if it's taken away because the newspaper editor is like, oh, who uh, who the hell is this? He's like, uh, oh, it's Nick. Uh, why is he wearing a wrestling mask? And he's like, oh, it'd just be fun. Well, we can't have that on the newspaper. I was like, bro, they're not, it's not that serious. Like, it's definitely going to be on the newspaper. Um, glad, uh, thankfully it was. Uh, and uh, it was a good, uh, good picture on his part and definitely, uh, something that would bring a lot of uh, smiles to people's faces and seeing like a wrestling match next to an Aubrey Hetman painting. <laughs> no, but that's, that's a really good, I, I give respect to him cause that's a really good painting. I, that's a nice painting, dude. He's yeah, like was, Picasso. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely let him know that. And, uh, he even has uh, more paintings, uh, for lower prices. Uh, so if anyone is interested in buying from the artist Swear Parts, uh, just let me know. I'll give you a link to his uh, Etsy, and uh, we'll go on from there. Yeah, I'm, I actually might buy from them though, to be honest. Really? Yeah, like he has good art. He has a there's a Aubrey Hepman, uh Hepburn painting. He has a Mike Tyson painting that is like. Dude, hold on, I'll leave. Let's pull our money together. Let's buy something. Yeah. Um, he even has like a Charlie Brown. He even painted his room. Uh, hold on. I'll, I'm gonna pull up the picture and I'll even send it to you guys if you guys want. But like, he even has like a painting of his room that he spent like months and even like I think even a year on. And it just it was like really good. You know the Travis Scott? Yeah. 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 And it's like a Cactus Jack thing. Yeah. 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 So uh, he decides to uh, paint his room with uh, alphabet letters, like you know those alphabet, uh, alphabet like cubes that you have, like there's A on one side, B on the other side, C, D, and yeah. so. So he decide he he paints that around his room, and it's, uh, it spells out Cactus Jack, and for for some reason uh, Instagram's not working. Uh, here, and he has like money, money flying around it, and it's just like really cool. It's definitely like a room that I would, I would definitely want to sleep in, and like <laughs> spend time in. Cause like you it's like, sleep in his room. Yeah, like it's honestly like really cool. Uh, if I could so, just find the picture, it's uh, his um his Instagram is just full of bull bullshit. Not gonna lie, so it's gonna take a while. I'll probably even send it to you guys later. Yeah, for sure, uh, man. Yeah, but uh, he's a he's a really good artist. Uh, Swerve Hart is his name. Definitely hit him up. And uh, yeah, that's all yeah, I have to say for him. Everyone go, everyone go look at him. Um, new upcoming artist. We would love to see his his uh, progression. Yeah. The no, years. Uh, so a uh, little quick story. We even uh, we go to the beach again with his Mike Tyson painting this time. And um, this guy from L.A. was walking his dog. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Las Vegas, I think. Yeah, he was walking his dog. And he looks at the Mike Tyson painting. He's like, how, uh, are you, is that for sale? And he's like, it can be. And he was like, uh, how much? No way he's, like, thinking about it. He's like, how much you want for it? Or, like, how much are you willing to pay? And he's like, oh, come on, man. Don't play that game. And he's like, all right, fine. Uh, I guess 250 And he's like, uh, it's a really nice painting. Uh, I like it. And then they share a little conversation about it. And the guy is actually like, he's like, oh, I'm actually going back to Las Vegas and going to an art museum. And uh, no, he's like, uh, oh, that's so cool. Like, one of my biggest dreams is to have my art uh, in display at an art museum. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, I'll give you my number and can give me a call when I get back. 
so that was definitely cool and like definitely something like to be like cool to be part of and like see like his dream partly come to reality hopefully mm-hmm. definitely yeah. that's probably surreal yeah it's oh my god the that day was just so fun like any day that we bring a painting to the beach and we'll walk around town with it and like drawing eyes and stuff with like a good time and something to talk about later. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. So go, go everyone, go check out Swerve Heart. So Swerve yeah. Heart. Um, and uh, oh, go on. No, you can go on. Keep going. I was just gonna talk about like how uh, he has this uh, big attitude when it comes to the basement. He even bought um, two, like, real, well, replica, re- like, championship belts from WWE. And we had, we we held this tournament uh, down in the basement for pool. And, uh, of course, El Pajaro Azul had to make uh, make an entrance. And uh, the cool thing about it was El Pajaro Azul actually drew the champion in the first, uh, first round of the tournament, which was no other than Swerve Hart. And... Uh, the amount of luck I get in the tournament was insane. I win, I win every match by scratch, and uh, I'm uh, I have a nickname in the in the basement. It's called the the best the worst best pool player because even though my shots are ass, like my shots are like good enough to fuck up the other like players to the point where they don't even have a shot. Like if I'm stripes and they're solids, like I'll shoot every single solid surrounding uh, like a stripe. He's like, I have no shot. What the fuck can I go for? I can only, like, get a scratch or a foul. So, um, a little heads up to anyone who uh, wants to challenge El Pajaro Azul in a pool match. Just uh, just be ready to uh, almost, like... To, to lose. Players. The worst best player. Yeah, the worst best player, as they say. But then you get the title taken away? Yeah, I, oh my god, so... I got I got the title taken away from me by uh by his no way's uh, tag t- part uh, tag team partner Twisty is his nickname his real name is Justin but he comes down the basement uh we're all celebrating and it's kind of like that WrestleMania moment of like Rey Mysterio when he wins the World Heavyweight Championship uh, for Eddie Guerrero he's like he's like in tears he's holding the belt close to him everyone's happy for him I even get take like tackled down by everybody like no way and like everyone's like shocked but happy. And then Justin comes down the basement, and then he's like, uh, I didn't know about this tournament. I want a shot at the title. And he's like, you heard him. Come on. Come on. Uh, get ready. I was like, no, bro, please don't take this away from me. Like, I was like, I was, I was begging on my knees to, like, let me have at least a day with the title. And he's like, nah, bro, I want the belt right now. He 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 cleans, like, he cleans the table up. He I make, like, two shots. He makes all of them. I'm on the verge of tears, and I just wanted to go home at that point because I had something stripped away from me that uh, I I worked so hard for. It. And the fact that it came true meant the world to me. For him to just stomp on my dream like that and, like, laugh and slap on my face, it was definitely a disrespect to El Pardo Azul and uh, his fan base around the world. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. That's uh fortunately my brother did win back the belts and um we we had the little toy plastic belt as like a substitution before the actual belt came in. But yesterday the real uh WWE championship belt came in and uh we get that and now it's just hanging in our rooms 
And we, we look at it. We even send snaps, like good morning snaps to Noah and remind him about, like, his defeats. Like, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's great. <laughs> Expect to that. Yeah. Um, don't you got, like, a YouTube channel? I do. Uh, it's um, it's the 420 Nigerian Prince. Uh, you can watch my latest video, uh, my apology video for uh, flashing a red laser uh, at a school bus driver's eye, uh, ultimately causing him to crash the school bus. Um, just to let you guys know, the goal of my content is to bring joy to everybody, and uh, that certainly wasn't the case for in that scenario. Um, I feel that. Yeah, but um, definitely uh, before I before you, they watch the apology video, they have to watch the uh, 50,000 uh, subscribers video where um, I drink the bottle of blazing hot wings sauce from Buffalo Wild Wings straight from the bottle. Fuck, oh, dude. Yeah. I No, I uh, I had the Buffalo. I, it was, I tried the blazing sauce back in, like, uh, back in June with uh, my soccer team after a game. And I expected something to be, like, extremely hot to the point where, like, I'm, like, begging for milk. And I don't yeah. drink milk. So I dip my fry into the into the sauce just to get, like, a sneak peek of it. And it wasn't really that hot. I'm like, okay, uh, I'll dip my wing into it next time. I dip the wing. I take a bite. And I'm like, it's literally Valentina's sauce. What the hell is this? You get, And I was like... I was just extremely disappointed at that point. And I was like, I don't even want to finish my wings at this point. Like, you hype up the blazing sauce. You're, you're bre- like, you're uh, panting. And it's Valentina sauce. Are you shitting me? And uh, I was even with um, Preston and Thomas at the time. And Thomas took a bite of the blazing sauce. He's like, man, that shit's hot. And he starts, like, drinking. He, he empties his, uh, his um, cup immediately. I'm like, uh, okay, like I just I took uh, a video of him and he's like so fucking hot and then he looks at the camera and he's like stop bro I'm like I'm I'm dying right now I I couldn't help but laugh it was a great hot time. Song. I I tried it and like it's hot but like I did expect more but I yeah. didn't finish my fucking drink because of it yeah no exactly like um it like it had a little bit of like I three of hot them. spiciness to it but it wasn't like something to like you know, like, freak out about, like, yeah, and, and what, like, it wasn't even that good, in my opinion, like, there's hot sauce, where it's, like, it's hot, and then there's hot sauce, where it's good, but not hot, but, it, so, it's, like, it's extremely rare to find, like, a hot sauce that's also good and hot, to the point where it's, like, man, it's so good, I want to finish it, but it's so goddamn hot. Yeah, yeah. the blazing sauce definitely wasn't that. It's just hot. I was expecting for me to, like, scream like a little bitch. Yeah, that's, no, that's what I expect. You sign like, something before you get them, right? I don't you think you so. sign something before you get the wings. Oh, um, maybe, but I I got the little sample of it, like it's in a cup. So like, um, I didn't think we had to sign for. Hold well, on, I'm 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 gonna look that up right now. Like, do you have to sign a waiver for the blazing song? I don't think so, cause I did get blazing wings and they didn't tell me to sign shit. Yeah, no, I think not. They used to, like it was a while ago. Oh, so so what I'm hearing is that they turned the blazing sauce into a bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, this I, is yeah, this. I feel like so many more popular like spices have come out like ghost pepper and Carolina Reaper that they realize that blazing isn't that much. Yeah, like oh, like you have 
all these sauces like come out of nowhere. Like, oh shit, they just uh they We just, got one up. They, yeah, they spat on blazing sauce and told them get out of here, kid. The real big boys are here to play. Yeah. Uh, it's made of, no, I looked it up. The blazing sauce is made of ghost peppers. What? Yeah? Yeah, and it says you have to sign a waiver before you can do the challenge. That's what I'm what saying, the, I think it's a challenge to sign the waiver. I don't know really know. Oh, okay, then, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a, I don't know. Uh, maybe we can, we could have a part two of the episode, like a live stream, where Alex, Diego, and I, we all try to do the blazing wings challenge at, uh, B-dubs. What's the time limit? Um, I don't, I, I don't think there's a time limit. I just think you have to finish the, the challenge, really. But, bro, I'm fucking down. I'm yeah, down. bro. Same time and place, and we'll be right there. I'll even, uh, I'll even live stream on my Instagram and draw some people in. That's what's up. Yeah. Do we get milk and water and stuff, or what? Uh, no, that's, that's, that's not the point of the challenge, Alex. The point of the challenge is to suffer and eat hot wings. Uh, dude, my asshole's gonna suffer. I know that. Oh yeah, no, like <laughs> fuck that. Uh, I'm down though, to be honest. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. When you want. Yeah. Do um, how about this? If uh, my practice is canceled, uh, we could that de- we could go to the beat ups in the port and just right there on the spot. We say we no more. In. Say no more. We got. Yeah, you. like we walk in. Um. We are the three Kingsmen. Uh, we are here to try this so-called blazing sauce. Uh, could you please, like, seat us at the finest table you have? <laughs> Boom. Uh, would you like anything to drink? No, nothing. Just give us the give us the wings and sauce, please. We walk in. We eat the wings. We walk out there like a boss. We That's even why I call Big Dick a- Energy, dude. What? That's why I call Big Dick Energy, dude. Yeah, bro, exactly, bro. They're going to be scared to even ask, like, are you guys finished with your order? And we're going to be like, yeah. And you know what? We'll even leave them a $10 tip. Dang. Oh, all right. Oh, shit. All right. That's a step. All right, wait. So are we actually are we actually down to uh, do it today? Today? Uh, I don't know about today. Maybe, like, uh, the today? weekend? I could do the weekend. Uh, How about uh, this? This Saturday, maybe. This Saturday? Yeah. What yeah. time? I work Saturday. Yeah, I work Saturday too. Fuck. We'll uh, we'll 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 do it. We'll we'll figure it out off camera. I mean, off, yeah, we'll off, figure off it out off camera. Um, but yeah, that. So, should we just wrap it up right here? Uh, I, yeah, I feel like this is a good time to wrap it up. So you're gonna hear a word from our our sponsors, and then you're gonna hear Nick actually interview us. Yes, that is uh that's uh definitely uh the tables have turned and something that you guys should be excited for, really. Mm-hmm. So is there anything you like to say so far? Um, I like to say Alex and Diego, this really is a good podcast. Uh thank you again for having me on it. And uh yeah, it's um one of the best podcasts. I've heard so like in this like during the whole quarantine uh Thank you. uh part of twenty twenty. Uh I have a few friends from Florida who try to do their podcast. It's good, but it's just not up to par. It's just Dang. like Yeah, like the uh, the host, like like I love Liam, but he likes to talk to the his co host, uh Patrick, his brother. He's like, um 
Diego and Alex. Say we're talking about like soccer. Uh, Alex says something controversial. I'm just gonna be like, Alex, Alex, you're out of your mind right now. Like, I feel like you smoked. Uh, I I feel like you snorted crack before this. Uh, before the show, man. Like, are you okay? That sounds kind of funny, actually. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. Uh, then, well, Alex, guys, I guess I'm gonna have to new. I have to need a new co-host. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, guys, please check out uh, Liam's uh, podcast. No, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna do podcast. But anyway, so we're gonna leave it here. We're gonna hear from yeah. our sponsors. Thank you so far for joining. Uh, welcome back to the Alex and Diego podcast show, or as I as it's now the Nicholas show, as the tables have turned. Uh, I am your host. Nicholas Keen, and today I'm going to be asking uh, Diego Diaz Lopez and Alex King on what their future plans are uh, after high school. So, uh, Diego, I'm going to start with you. I, I have based on your uh, Snapchat stories and like your Instagram stories, I saw that you are going into the military. Uh, could you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, uh, I'm going into my branch is Army. Army. But my component in the Army is National Guard. So basically what that is, it's like part-time army mm-hmm. in case there's like um, natural disaster oh, okay. or something like that. Like, or like Pearl Harbor happens again. <laughs> like Harbor. I'm going over there to help because I'm infantry. Yeah, Pearl Harbor on fucking the, the boardwalk over in the city. He turns from a dairy farm worker to uh, to an Avenger for the United States. <laughs> the Avenger. <laughs> an Avenger. Yeah, but and then uh, the army actually, well, the National Guard actually pays for 100 percent of oh. your tuition in the for school. Oh shit! State funded. Yeah, it's different in every place. So, mm-hmm. but like in Michigan City, I think it's 100 percent. I mean, Michigan State is like 100 percent. They pay for that. Um, 100% in Illinois, Indiana, New York, stuff like that. Some places have like 50%. So you're going into like college, like almost debt free. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, but I still got to do like my basic training. Yeah. Uh, then I'm, so yeah, I'm in the army and I'm trying to go for architecture in school. And if not, I want to go for audio engineering mm-hmm. to like compose my own music. Oh, yeah. Okay. Way, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I saw in uh, some of your posts that you you play guitar. Yeah. And uh, I even follow you on TikTok. Oh, uh, by God. the way, follow me, uh, nkeen 14 <laughs> But you like to post covers and sometimes even originals. Yeah. Uh, when, when did you get started into uh, playing the guitar and overall, like, loving music? Well, it's like, when I was when I was little, I used to, like, I used to listen to music. I used to, like, want to be a singer. But then, like, that kind of dream died off. Mm-hmm. When I got into middle school, when I started playing soccer, then I wanted to be a professional soccer player. And then I went to freshman year, I didn't get any playing time. I was like, yeah, maybe soccer's not for me. And so then, like, sophomore year, I started picking up the guitar, started playing it. Um, and then my dream of becoming a artist resurfaced okay. in a way. And I was like, no, maybe this was a thing for me. People will say I'm good. Uh, why not? Yeah, uh- who would you say your uh, biggest influences in like the music industry? Oh, definitely like, Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes, oh, oh he's, he's I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I love he's him. the reason why I started playing guitar. Nice Holy crap, Shawn Mendes. If you're listening, I want you on the show. <laughs> is he? Is he who you listen to on your free time? Like, do you have like who are your main artists that you listen to besides like rap? Oh yeah, that, like uh, any genre, any artist. I mean, I listen to rap, country, and like just. Alternative pop or just pop, um, like in for rap, it's obviously like Juice World and Post Malone and 
the baby. The baby. Bit of Eminem, <laughs> yeah. Um, and country, it's like Lee Bryce, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, and and like the pop is. I have, every Shawn Mendes song is downloaded on my That's phone. Good. I, I can't blame um, you, man. Respect then, album from him. Alexander twenty three and uh, Rex Murray. My favorite album from him. Yeah. Probably the most recent one, Shawn Mendes. This is his album's named after him. <laughs> the Shawn Mendes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, How old is he? Is he like twenty something? Twenty. I want to say twenty three. He's like twenty. Yeah, like twenty three, twenty four. I remember he like uh, started on Vine. Yeah. And then like uh, became a the whole MagCon. What? The MagCon group. Uh, yeah, I remember the uh, girls at St. Mary's were like obsessed <laughs> over them. But uh, yeah, uh, Alex, who do, who are you? Uh, do you listen to music? Are you yeah, have music? Uh, 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 don't question everyone listens to music. <laughs> uh, do you have any aspirations to become a music uh, uh, artist? Or? Hell no. Hell no. No, oh. no offense. I, don't, I can never <laughs> take the music industry just like how cutthroat it is and like how you can be really relevant. Like. Let's so say you start out relevant in 2020, and then by the end of 2020, you could just be a nobody. Yeah. yeah. Like the overnight success. I yeah, see. exactly. Like the one-hit wonders. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just know a lot about like a lot of artists who are like in really bad record deals mm-hmm. and labels and oh. stuff like that. So. Well, I mean, if you love what you do, yeah. so be it. I mean, yeah, if you love what you do, but I just don't love making or, <laughs> you know, playing music enough to like, oh, I, I'd like to pursue a career in this. That so. So what would you say your plans after high school are? Well, I want to become an author and write, like, science fiction novels. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it goes well. I don't know. So, uh, do you have any ideas, like, on your first book? Or, like, oh, yeah, I'm writing my first book right now. Oh, oh what's it about? Uh, give the give the audience a little, a little, little, little tease. tease. <laughs> well, I, always, I always get, like, so embarrassed when I like, talk about my stories. No, no, no judgment. How are you going to be embarrassed if you got to get it out? I don't know. I don't know. This right. is a no judgment. Don't worry, Alex. Yeah, when, when, when I was recording my covers, dude, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, you were embarrassed. Man. I remember you were like, oh, shit. But, uh, okay, so you got this kid named Josh, right? And he's like a really antisocial kind of loser kid. You know oh. what I'm saying? He's got like a few friends. He's got the boys. Mm-hmm. He's got so the basically gr- you. <laughs> oh, that's Shut up. Oh, he went I'm there. Leaving. I'm leaving. Nah. But um, eventually, you know about unlocking your third eye and like all that kind of like hippie <laughs> stuff? Like well, the shine gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he kind of does that, except he gets like superpowers. And like everyone oh. else starts getting superpowers. So it becomes, I'm trying to make it like a political satire <laughs> where like the people of powers are like, I don't know, you're like opioid crisis or something mm-hmm. like that. Eventually, he like just gets lost in his own little world, and all the other characters start going nuts. And oh, okay. this thing goes a little. So crazy. he's kind of like the savior, or like trying to save. Well, like he thinks he's everything. a savior. Oh, is he really? <laughs> oh, so he's the the cult of like he sees as some like himself as a cult of personality or like a leader's figure, yeah, like a superhero, like in a comic book. But yeah, like, uh, you have to be. But if you think about like. Yo, you're going out and like fighting crime is beating people up. Like, is that is that really? Yeah, you know, it's like vigilante. You know? <laughs> like, so I don't know. I, I I'm writing it right now. I'm like 243 pages in. Jeez. Oh, yeah. No, I've I've been on it for a long time. I want to get out by the end of the year, but I don't know. It's just like when I'm writing, it, it goes in phases. Like sometimes, dude, I'm just like your muse. Oh, yeah, of dude. course, dude. Yeah, I'm just like, but then other times, I'm just like. Yeah, I can't do this yeah. shit. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna fucking drop it. But then other times I'm like, nah, dude, this is it, man. I'm this is- and then other times I'm like, oh, no one's gonna like it. Oh no, this is the best story of all time. The like, best yeah. thing to come out of Laporte, Laporte, <laughs> Indiana. Dude, I'm like, I would never want to be famous though, because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I have like a personality where I would just get really weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
so uh, what what would the name of the book be? It's called No Game. No Game. Oh, so uh, guys, when is a uh, when do you expect it to come out? By the, I don't, by I don't the know, like season like, finale of this of this whole. <laughs> no, dude, but like <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to get out by the end of the year, but I just I know nothing about publishing or like I don't know how easy it is to get a book published. I don't know if my books even like. Well, we're enough to get published. I have a friend, uh, her name's Sonia, and she actually had a freshman year, she pub, uh, published a children's book. Really? Yeah, so I dude, could definitely. That's so cool, dude. I could definitely ask you about, uh, ask her about, like, how, like, if you need any help about like, how to publish a book. You do that for me? Yeah, of course, oh. man. <laughs> uh, no game, guys. Uh, possibly coming out at the end of the 2020 year. Uh, please I get, get, I me. get my shit together, though. I need to write it. <laughs> please get me a copy. I want to be the first person to get it. <laughs> Uh, autographed uh, guys, um, how much would you put it up on the market for? Fourteen cheapest, one cheap, million dollars. Fourteen ninety nine. Cheapest the book can be. Cheapest the book can be. In in game. Oh, uh, in game. Yeah. In game. No game. No, no game. game. No, no game. 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 The movie. No game coming out in the at the end of twenty twenty by Alex Green. Make sure to look out for that. Uh, Alex, uh, do you what college? Uh, what college are you going to if you're uh, going to college? See, like I had like a few places like Ball State and IU. And I was going to visit them over spring break, but you know, um, oh, right. I can't visit. So I really don't like have an idea of like what college is going to, um, what's what I'm looking for? Suit my needs best, you know, fit me up my personality. So we're just going to like see when I get there. Like, but IU, a lot of my friends are going to IU. And I like, I just like, I want like some familiarity when I like leave. Cause you know, I, oh yeah. Yeah. But like at the same time, like, I feel like they're not gonna be they're not gonna be in the same I know but just classes, like just but, the idea of like being in a place with them and like yeah. maybe like if I wanted to hang out with them oh, I guess yeah, drive yeah. toward that would be nice but like at the same time I don't know, maybe I need like a smaller college that's a bit more I heard uh, focused. I heard Harvard very good school for uh, <laughs> I'm not getting to Harvard bro <laughs> but uh yeah, I, de- I definitely understand where you're coming from. Like college, whole new ball game, you're exactly. on your own if you're living in the dorms. Um you're uh you're meeting new people you're meeting new uh teachers you're like you don't even know like if you're gonna have the same friends if as you get in high school so i definitely get like you want a a sense of home uh when you go to college Mm -hmm. um crap what was i gonna say uh diego uh we talked a little bit about wwe uh sir uh just to shed some more light on it uh what would your uh well, when did the dream die as a WWE superstar? Damn. Did it ever really <laughs> die, hitting, though? We're hitting I the think real it, hard I think questions. it's... Did it ever really die, though? Did it die? Uh, I have the belts right here, and I could fix I mean, up it, a trampoline if you ever wanted to <laughs> face off. I, I, like, I would say it It, it kind of... Well, my dad, he used to uh, um, work in this company where he would always leave... And all this stuff, he would always leave and come back. So I would always have to record mm-hmm. the WWE on like a VHS. Mm-hmm. So when he comes back, we would watch it together. But like after, like he did that, and then like we lost, like it was, and then we got like Dish, yeah. and like it was never oh, on God. Dish. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is this is done oh, for me. This is done. So like it's like, that's when it started to die down, and yeah, that's when they started like getting new people, mm-hmm. started leaving people out. Yeah. No. Oh my God. So, like sixth grade, maybe. Sixth grade. <laughs> Well, uh, if is there any chance of that dream pursuing uh, coming back in life, coming back to life? I, I mean, there's there's definitely an open window, but like, 
I don't know, I feel like all these new characters are not like none of them are like really I stand can. Yeah. out like Rey Mysterio or mm-hmm. like Sin Cara or I definitely Umaga even. Umaga, oh he was a beast back then. Fucking beast man. <laughs> Holy shit. Like and like big show and all that stuff. Big show. Well um you more into MMA now or just never really were into but uh more the whole like yeah, I I wouldn't say I'm in MMA, like I'm in two MMA, but like I would I'll, I'll watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll watch some boxing. Um, what's that one? King Rai. King Rai. Y'all know who that is? King uh, Rai. I don't. No, it's like some boxer. He's he's like very under. Like he's starting to become like one of the best. Oh. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's always a uh, Ryan Garcia. This guy. Oh. Oh, I think I know him. I've heard a little bit about him. He like, dude. He's, he's Really good, actually, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it, but I wouldn't really like. Oh, there's a new, there's a new fight. Let me, let me, watch it. I mean, if it's up, it's up. I'll watch it. So, yeah. so as I, while I have the guests of the most successful podcast that ever come out of Laporte, <laughs> I certainly have to ask because I've even had a thought about having of uh, like hosting a podcast because everyone's doing it. I have a few friends from Florida. They're doing it. I'm not going to give their names because obviously they're not going to be better <laughs> than the stepbrothers, Alex and Diego show. Um, what would you say your advice would be to anyone who wants to start a podcast? Um, I mean, just full send. I mean, full send. don't be afraid. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do it, chase your dreams. Uh, I'm doing it. I mean, I got some people who want to do it, but they are like, I don't want to do it because you're doing what I don't want to seem like you're copying. Yeah, copying. like I mean, like, dude, yeah, man, do it. Yeah. I fully. Support. If you're gonna come to me and say that, to, like, I'll, I'm not gonna. I'll do. I'll. I'll. I'll even promote your show yeah. for you, man. That, <laughs> like, like, when people like think when people see us making one, like, oh, we want to make one. We, you're we take, yeah, yeah, we're like, damn, like, go ahead, man. I mean, you, even if you're better than us, I, I don't care, man. Yeah. Like, like, do you, you, you do you. It's been such a cool opportunity just to, like, meet all these different people and, like, experience new things I know I never would have even thought of doing had I not been part of this podcast. So, definitely, if you, like, want to do it and you think it's something you enjoy, take the opportunity. Yeah, even so, I saw – I tried to get a little bit more of the show. Uh, I, I watched some few podcasts, and I even watched the most recent of uh, Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. how you guys went to the protest and how you were asking people questions and – being out there and getting other opinions from other people's perspective. And honestly, I just got to, I have to give full respects to you guys because it, it's definitely not a small feat of yeah. courage uh, to you. like, to go up to random people asking yeah. to uh, why uh, they believe this is happening, why they want to do this and what their message is. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, definitely a po- episode I would recommend to people mm-hmm. who want to stand out, who want to go out there and uh, yeah, honestly, guys, uh, I've loved the podcast from what I've Thank heard. You. Micah, Thank you, Micah. Uh, I think that was his name. Yeah, I watched Micah, the last. He, he had good. He was a good one. Yeah. Um, who would you say you're? Not to put you on the spot, but who would you say your first? Uh, uh, just judging from your face, I I think like, you know what the who's question. The, who's the best? Yeah. Who's you your had? favorite guest? Best? Guest that you had? Ah, man. Each one has good elements. I'm yeah. saying that. I'm Each saying one's right like now. a little different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm about to pull it up to see who. We oh, okay. I forgot. Like who? Uh, not. I didn't forget, but I want to make sure I I could see all of them in case I miss one. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, we did have Thomas Preston that just came out. 
yeah. like right now while we're recording. But um, Michael Spadden, Elijah Fleming, Owen Dinger, Four Boys in Spain, Aaron and Graham, Isaac Tibbs, Joe Kiley, Morgan and Sal. My favorite guest, I mean, well, like in, in personality wise yeah. and all that, um, definitely. Thomas and Preston or the Aaron and Ficus one just because like it's not more of like formatted and Mm -hmm. and like structured it's more like just just chilling out I really like that Mm -hmm. but and then like with the Morgan one that was that was that's actually like probably my favorite one because like it's like even though it's formatted and like I said I don't like with the other ones it wasn't really formatted and I kind of liked it but like with the Morgan one it was formatted and each one had like set time and set what to do and it's like it was all organized and I, I don't know I kind of like I kind of liked how we had it all organized but also like just sometimes chilling mm-hmm. but with the Morgan one it was like that's that's the one that everyone loved and I was like yeah, dude I love that one too it's like because it it kind of pushed it that one kind of pushed her out of her comfort zone and definitely ours because that was like our first female guest mm-hmm. so yeah now I mean Aaron Ficus and Aaron Ficus, Thomas and Preston, and Morgan are my favorites. Yeah. Oh, Micah also, because like he was kind of deep with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them have great. I mean, I, it's really hard for me to choose my favorite, yeah. but yeah. those are like my top five. Four, yeah. Top four. What, uh, what about you, Alex? For me, I think that Elijah Fleming one was probably my favorite because, like, I feel like, yeah, there's like not very structured and doesn't feel formatted. But I feel like you can have too much or too little of that. I feel like the Elijah one was like just right. We're probably like we were talking about like serious issues. Mm-hmm. But also, um, sort of exploring and chilling out. So that's just me. Yeah. Uh, my final questions for you guys: um, What inspired you to do this podcast, and what inspired <laughs> Alex to put your name in front of the podcast, the Alex and Diego show? <laughs> I had no part in that. Um, yeah, Diego no part. So, so yeah, it was all my idea. Um, okay. What happened? Because I used to listen to podcasts. Like, uh, people are gonna hate me on this because. They're gonna see me like as biased in my yes. political views, but I used to watch. Oh, I I listened to Ben Shapiro, um, H3HC, uh, Joe Rogan. Mm. Who else? Um, Infowars. Alex Rogan. I mean Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, Alex Jones. Um, what's <laughs> I used to listen to Double Toasted. What's his name? Uh, Louder with Crow- with Stephen Crowder or something like that. Mm. I mean, I, I just I just love the idea of of Joe Rogan talking to people and. And like having guests, also with ACAC, but also like how Ben Shapiro was so formatted and so like, like his it went it was like straightforward of what he was giving you, and I just kind of liked it. I mean, then I was like, you know what, man, I was gonna start it sooner, but I was like, eh. yeah. But when I said when I kept listening to them, I was like, yo, yeah, I have to jump on this. I have to jump on this quick before like I leave for basic, and mm-hmm. my dream didn't like come true in a way. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what, who who. Who's the who's the guy? Like who's the guy I'm about to do this with? I had I had some couple of thoughts, but um they weren't as like what's the word? As charismatic. Charismatic, yeah, charismatic. charismatic. Or like they didn't really have the because if I, I I always like thought myself like, hey, if I'm gonna have this guest, I mean this hope co-host, how would it play an act? And I was I w- it was always like, oh they're yeah. yeah, I don't think there'll be none. No. You wanted someone to connect with. Yeah, right? someone who I knew for quite a long time and mm-hmm. someone who who knows me personally outside and inside of school and all this stuff. So I was like, you know, Alex is the guy. And then I was the, our name was actually going to be like the Kingsman. The Kingsman. Or the, like the King's Knight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, you know, 
I don't, I don't know. That's like, I don't want the king to be the thing that stuck me my whole life. Yeah. So I was like, maybe like if it's just like Diego and Alex or Alex and Diego. And I actually, I put Alex in front of Diego mm-hmm. because I didn't want to make it seem like. Um, it was all you? Yeah, it was all me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, I was like, we'll put it Alex and Diego. And also like Diego is one syllable. Mm-hmm. I mean, two syllables. Alex is one. So I was like, if it went like Diego and Alex, it didn't really roll off the tongue as like Alex and Diego. Yeah. Like quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I put Alex in front of Diego. And the the picture. The picture. Well, yeah. we, we I don't were know, experimenting with a few different Yeah. <laughs> Alex is like, we need like a we need like a cover photo. Oh shit. We need, we need like a cover photo. We need something with like an aura to it. And then he's then what do you say? Like this because we were actually thinking about doing uh who were we gonna do first? Oh, who was it? It was, like, it was guest first or just like, no like who, uh, who was the picture because like we had like some was other it ideas. like i know we had like a couple of posters i don't know but it was like some it was something but like it you when you up, see you the photo comedy movie posters. yeah when you when you see the photo you're like oh um where is this from you know mm-hmm. but like with the stepbrothers like you know it's from stepbrothers yeah. <laughs> so we just put our faces there and mm-hmm. yeah and that's basically what happened and then we had like a, a logo but it was good for like a couple of episodes we we're like yeah so uh, i was thinking like maybe we should just go back to original yeah. Because mm-hmm. like by by that time when we had the logo, I was like, oh, this is starting to become like a make it seem like a professional kind of thing. Yeah, I don't really want that feel. I want it like just like something comedic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why we put it back. Yeah. Uh, Alex, uh, oh. did you have any hesitations on like joining the podcast and like the idea? Um, I don't know. I was I I thought it could just go like so many different ways. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know like how people would react to it because like. I don't know, just he just hit me up one day. And I was just like, "Yeah, I'll do it if you. It sounds fun. You know, mm-hmm. we can do it at my house." And then um, it actually got really popular. I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know people would like think I was weird or not. Like, the first, the first episode got like 170. Yeah, dude, it was. It was yeah, followed, right dude. Have you had uh, any people message you like, "Oh, I want to be on this"? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Like after <laughs> that first episode, we had like tons of people. Oh. Stuff. It was like it was cool because like people I hadn't talked to for like a long time, and, and some people that I wasn't on even very good terms with like hit me up and like show the appreciation you know it's, it's like a good way of kind of i think um, get your when, social I, I don't really like i don't like when i when we posted that first video a bunch of people texted me and i, I didn't like kind of i was like damn they're just i mean they well, just want to yeah they just there. want to be out there and like the i mostly messaged back to people who said they didn't really say like oh i want to be on i messaged back to people who said like dude i love your show i love it like keep it up, man. I, I that's that's what I was aiming for those kind of people to be on the show instead of people being like, oh, I want to be. Hey, put me on if you if you ever down. Like I want to like, I don't want to feel used in a way. Yeah, like put the spotlight on people yeah. who are only using podcasts. Like yeah, promote themselves. So be like, so like, because uh, I don't even think you met, you messaged me saying like mm-hmm. I want to be on. I was like, dude, I just want Nick on. It would be dope too reunite the yeah. one last time because like i saw the podcast and um i wanted to watch the first episode but first uh i broke my phone and it was like an <laughs> iphone 7 uh pretty uh <laughs> so um i was snapchatting this girl and uh it's stupid reason uh you can call me a simp for this <laughs> even though it might be misused but like she was talking about like how i could teach her in soccer and like i was like can you do her a bona kick and she's like what's that and so I put my phone there. I do the like record. I step back. I kick the ball. I didn't mean to kick it that hard, but it hits the phone. I see it. It's broken. Even like the charger's like out of place. I'm like, crap, I have to use like an iPhone 6, like the old iPhone 6. So I tried watching the podcast, 
But um, it's like, oh, you need to download SoundCloud or Spotify. <laughs> so I'm like, God damn it. I tried to download those two. Uh, it's so like, oh, you need to update the phone. I'm like, crap. Well, like, I really want to watch the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. and like see what it was about. Uh, fortunately, I, uh, I did listen to some of the podcasts. And uh, when you asked me, I was just like, it was totally out of the blue. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is like out of nowhere. Of course, I would love to be on the podcast and see what it like, how it's about. Uh, I was nervous about like how the old kindergarten uh, tension would be and like meeting Alex. And then I just pictured how it would go in my head. Like, like, you know, that scene from the, you guys watched the Joker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where Joker. he was like, where he was just like in the hospital, like in his own apartment. He's like, I'm happy to be here. Mer- nah, not like that. Yo, Thanks yeah. for having me. I was just like thinking of that. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you've seen the King of Comedy? Yeah. Uh, the King of Comedy? I haven't. Oh, that's what the Joker was inspired by. There's a lot of that. I'm oh, sorry. I went off. That, no, uh, no, it's okay. No, like, there's a lot of that in that movie. Right. Is it everything you expected or, or less? Uh, it was uh, everything <laughs> that I expected. And uh, to be honest, I was like, I was looking at all the episodes like, man, they're like an hour and 29 minutes. And I feel like mine is going to be like 29 minutes. But like, yeah, I just man, that's what it, everyone bro. thinks. And then like we, it, like, it feels longer. I mean, it feels faster than like the time goes by faster. Yeah. So like you don't really expect to it for your show to be that long. Mm-hmm. Which it does. And yeah. then. And I just had, like, thoughts. I'm like, oh, my house, like, when you said, like, you're coming over to, like, my house, I was like, oh, like, this was very generous of you. Because, like, not only are you asking me to be a host on your, like, podcast, but you're also coming out of LaPorte yeah. all the way to New Buffalo to come to my house. And it was something I was, like, extremely grateful for. And I was just thinking, about, like, okay, they're coming to my house. I have to make it, like ready for them how do i set this up i could like put it over there and yeah. i was like maybe i could have it here and it's just like honestly I, I was extremely happy you asked me and again like i'm very grateful and i just want to say thank you to oh, of course. Thank you for alex for having me on the show and uh you know just like catching up on old times uh, oh, yeah, man. seeing what we're doing after high school it's just like honestly i loved every second of it that I spent on this. Well, thank you, man. Thank, thank, you, for, thank you for uh, coming on. Thank you for having me. On that note, we should just wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, of course. Shout uh, out anything, man. Uh, I want to say hi to the, everybody watching out there. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are staying safe with everything going around in the country. Uh, the protests, the pandemic. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my friend Noe. Uh, definitely check out his art. He's definitely someone who, the, I like. I don't want to like be the person like who puts him on a pedestal, but mm-hmm. I definitely feel like with his artwork, I definitely feel like he deserves like the recognition. Uh, shout out to uh, the basement. Um, uh, I'll send this to my friends. Uh, tell them to follow you guys to watch the show, and uh, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for giving me a platform to just catch up on old times to connect with you guys and hopefully make a new friend with (laughs) Alex. Yeah. Uh, That's it for me. Really? You, you want to shout out any social media blade blade? Uh, You can, um, you could uh, watch uh, my YouTube channel uh, 420 Nigerian Prince, uh, where I do have my latest apology video 
for playing uh, Smash or Pass on the Titanic victims. Uh, the bro? Remember, remember that my content is just supposed to be for people out there. Uh, no, I, I just remembered. I just remembered you and I were uh, uh, fans of Jack's films. So yeah. uh, that's, where, that's where I got the idea from. But uh, no, not really. Um, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, my name is Nick. Uh, if you ever want to... Uh, you know, making new friendships with the uh, social media is the brand new way to uh, make friends. So you can just uh, add me on Snapchat, uh, Nick the Coco. And uh, yeah, um, thank you again. Uh, I know I've said it plenty of times, but again, thank you for having me on No, the show. thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Um, but yeah, this is Alex and Diego. Alex Diego Show featuring Nicholas Keen. And... Thank you guys for joining. Thank you again to our guests for joining. Um, but remember to always. Always. Oh, fuck. Oh, don't put me on the spot. Oh, no. Uh, always uh, stay classy. Watch the previous episode, Preston and Thomas. Uh, watch this episode in its entirety. Uh, of course you have. And uh, just stay tuned. Uh, any merch coming out? Oh, we don't even know. Oh, that'd be okay. cool. But you gotta say, stay sweet. Remember, stay sweet, me, dude. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, remember to stay sweet. Uh, do you guys want to hold the belts one more time before you? Oh, yeah. of way? course. Are you guys done? Yeah. The whole yeah, heavyweight so cool. wrestling champion. Well, goodbye. Right, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>